Special episode of Who That is the first for True Light doing, and, I, and of course, I had to do a special one for these these two human superstars. Uh, so it's Who That 242, and we host Tim A's episode 20. That's our sponsors collect 242 with Rum, and of course, like me to chill. So I hear some, these guys have blue text, you know, so eyes the eyes are <laughs> You got Todd Bushes, how you doing, man? Appreciate you having us, Timmy. Doing good, my boy. Doing good. Like Todd said, I see you on the field, Lucius. You on the field. To me, you know, I just priming up my swing, getting my swing right for the 18. You know, I come to win this this thing, man. I ain't playing. You know, I'm coming. So, everyone who wants to know, I, I, I like movies, right? So, I, I, I always want to ask you, is Lucius Fox your actual name? I used to think that's your, like, your nickname because... Lucius walks in the comic books. That's the black man who's good Batman is suit. So I was like, I don't know if you're such a Batman fan, you put your name as Lucius I do like Google's. Your actual name is Lucius Fox. Yeah, so I my dad, yeah, his name is Lucius Fox, so I I name after him. I don't know if my grandmother was a Batman fan or my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's all that's all that we get now on Twitter with the, the fans and stuff from, from the States. That's they kill me with those. Yeah, but that's that's like a popular thing. A black man is gift Batman all this stuff. So you always have a, a costume for for for, for Halloween. You could come as the bot, you could you know you got all this stuff. Literally. Yeah, but but Timmy, you know, like uh when I search up my name on Google He's come up first, so I need to. I need to do something special. So my. <laughs> so I, I actually checked before I came on, and on my phone, you actually came first. I had to show three times to find Lucius Fox. I would, I would let you know, like you used to read Lucius Fox now. Man, okay. tell me don't talk like that. You got okay. me high now. You are high. Definitely gonna be this third. Definitely gonna be. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. So Lucius Fox. I never can see it too close. Too, too far. Yeah, man. The first thing. No, man. I see that. Yeah. I see that. Uh-oh. Appreciate, appreciate, appreciate Google for that. <laughs> so, hey, who got, you know, I focus on a few things. Young men, young women, athletes, and mostly behemoths to one thing. So, one thing with me, I love sports. With baseball, I never really understood, like, the nitty-gritty. So, like, I want you guys to talk to me about like, your history. And talk to first. What was your first memory playing baseball? Um, my first memory playing baseball is a is very vague. Um, it was at Freedom Farm. I was three years old. I started playing when I was three. Um, I started at T-ball. Um, so what would be the coach pitch field right now was just like an open field. It didn't have grass or anything. It was just dirt. And I my, <clears throat> I played for the team called the Ribena Kids. And all like my first memory playing baseball was um, my teammate Ian Fox. He doesn't play baseball anymore. I just remember his parents giving him like a big um, lunch bag. Yeah, and I just yeah, remember yeah. him giving me all the snacks. <laughs> so that's like my first baseball, my first real memory at a baseball field. Like my earliest memory. I don't remember what I did that day playing. Yeah, I just remember, remember Ian Fox, the lunch tin, and him giving me snacks, sharing snacks. What about you, Lou? <clears throat> For me, you know, I started playing when I was seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, my fir- the first ever time I step on the field, my cousin Rio, he he gonna actually be throwing to me uh, on the derby. You know, he kind of pushed me into baseball. So we used to do everything together. 
and he told me he was trying out for the baseball team. Time now, I don't even know about baseball. Trust me, I have no idea what baseball is. I just, I was very active. I love sports, but he, he's like, all right, let's try out for the baseball team. So I went out on the field and I grabbed a random glove and ran a third base. So our first drill was uh, catching pop-ups. Mm-hmm. And the coach threw the, the pop-up to me and I jumped to try to catch it. <laughs> and I, I, I missed it, obviously. He's like, hey, just calm down. The ball can come to you. You don't have to jump. I'm so excited. But, you know, I, I just was introduced to the game that way. And, you know, it, it brought me this far. So that was my first, first memory. And I, I can always remember that. We know here we don't have baseball in schools. We have softball. So talk to me about, like, I know we have Freedom Farm and JB. I don't know can talk to me about having to... You relegate your 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 passion to once a week, or maybe after school. Talking about just growing up playing baseball, because I mean, I still understand how we have so much of y'all going from this <laughs> island, but like, bro. So it's like I trying to understand like what what was the the in between. Like what type of work you guys in the building? When I was young, I used to play a lot of different sports. So in between baseball, was track and field, basketball, popping my bike. And uh, playing soccer. <laughs> so uh, we used to play. We used to play once a week, like on the weekend. So you know, it was we were looking forward to it every time. You know, we only you know we had one game a week. So I gave my all every weekend. But uh, I used to watch YouTube videos a lot, and then I used to watch the Marlins and the Devil Rays play because you know, being in the Bahamas, we get Florida Station. Awesome. So that was my that was my thing. Like I guess doing homework in between mm-hmm. my games and practices. What about you, Todd? Yeah, I mean, same thing. Um, I was also, like Lou said, I was really active, you know. Um, I was into everything. Um, I, I, I was, out, like, I just wanted to be outside all the time. Um, so playing baseball growing up, you know, it was, like you said, we only play, really play games on the weekends. Uh, we'd have practice, like, once or twice a week. Um, but, you know, from a young age, I knew myself, and I can tell you um, from playing, Lucius and I played since we were in uh, 10 and under. Um, so we've played together for more than half of our lives. We've been on the same team, especially coming up. So I could, I could tell, honestly say, like, you know, playing, going through it together. You know, we, we always stood out compared to everyone else around us. You could always, we might not have the, re, might not have had the resources and, you know, the extraneous practice regimens and, you know, the trainers and the indoor facilities and all of that, but. You know, we always found the time outside of practice that, you know, say, hey, let's let's go to the field today. Let's go hit the cage or let's go do extra. And that wasn't, that, that, that wasn't like, you know, someone telling us to do it. It was just, you know, that was something that was in us, something that, that was in us to say, hey, we want more from this. We, we never knew about playing in the major leagues or, you know, that, yeah. that, that was even a possibility. We just knew how much we loved the game, how much we wanted to dominate, how much we wanted to, you know, literally kill our opponents every weekend. Um, you know, a few few times we played together, a few years, our teams went undefeated, and that's just a testament to how serious we took from a very young age. Um, you know, we, we it was evident young. So for us, you know, when we got the opportunity to go off to high school um, to play at American Heritage, it was just, it, that was our, our window to play catch up, catch up with mm-hmm. everyone at our age. You know, now we were exposed to the trainers, exposed to the facilities, exposed to baseball 24-7. So then that's when our games really took to, to, to another level. I um, mean, I feel that that's something that we're missing here in the Bahamas. Um, you know, like you mentioned earlier, we, 
we we are the biggest professional sport in the Bahamas with the most you know professional athletes with absolutely no resources there for us to even properly train properly you know hit on a field to where we don't have to find the look for the balls in the bushes like you know majority of the pro guys out of here now getting ready for the derby you know we all hit at Pinewood Park and you know you know Pinewood Park is it the field the field isn't very well um so and that's just one of the things that we struggle with every year, every day. But, you know, we find a way, you know, just from the, the passion we have and the love we have for the sport. And I think, you know, that's something that Lucius and I emulated from a very young age. And, you know, I could speak for myself. I'm very fortunate to, you know, I've been Lucius's friend, Lucius's teammate through the years. Because just like I push him, he pushes me. Mm-hmm. So our first sponsor, of course, like the nickname is Silver Bullet. So I ask you guys about nickname because I mean your name is pretty basic. Oh, and then Lucius Lou, but then, uh, any other? Not the funny name, basic, but means it's short. Like Cody uh, is short, longer than Todd. So what are the nicknames you guys have that people like, like baseball wise, friend wise, just like nicknames people call you guys? Uh, baseball and the baseball uh, community, they like to put uh, like a Y at the end of your name. So my last name is Fox. All my coaches call me like Foxy. All right, all right. Foxy, and then uh, yeah. in the Bahamas, you know, I got plenty of nicknames. Lou. <laughs> Some people call me Lucy. Some people call me Legend Lou. Legend. The Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All, all type there, Timmy. All type there. <laughs> what about you, Todd? Uh, I'd say, yeah, in the baseball world, everyone call me T.I. Uh, Todd Isaacs. Um, I got a super basic name. So, T.I. is what every, I literally... All my teammates, coaches, everyone just called me T.I. It's easy. I introduced yeah. myself as T.I. because when I pronounce my name with our accent, bro, I promise you, a hundred <laughs> or a hundred times, as simple as my name is, I don't, people call me Toy, Troy, all kind of names, bro. When I'm like, bro, I said Todd. So, like, even now when I go to all, like, food at places and they ask my name, I have to spell it. I don't even say it. I just say T-O-D-D. Yeah, bro, they they messed that up, bro. With, the, with our accents, bro, they slay that. Yeah, but yeah. back home, um, you know, my close anyone that's really close to me that's been around me all my life, they call me Lil T. Um, mm-hmm. my dad is Todd Senior, right, um, right? So I'm Junior, so they call me Lil T. Um, that's about it. T boy, T boy, yeah, <laughs> T boy. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, that's that's about it. So you brought up American Heritage, so I didn't know that part. So I, I thought you guys just like y'all did high school there and then had to go college and so y'all mm-hmm. went to American Heritage as, as like a prep school? High school. Yeah. So talk talk yeah, to me about, high school, yeah. about how you actually got the, the chance to go there and then just mm-hmm. the experience there. So we uh we had a few behemoths that went there before us. Um Greg Burroughs Jr., uh Jerron. Those guys, they paved the way for us. And then it was Christian, Dewan, Shaquille, Roll, and then it was us. But, you know, uh, the coach had a good a good rapport with the Bahamians. They, he knew we, are, uh, we were hard workers, respectful. You know, we just came to play baseball and have a better opportunity. So we came down to the Bahamas, uh, to Nationals. We would have this tournament every summer called Nationals, where it's Freedom Farm versus JBLN versus Freeport. Right, you know, it's it's lit. It's like the World Series of baseball in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he for came, real. he he came down there to watch us play, and uh, he was scouting us, and we did really well. Then we went over to the states to try out, 
Uh, we did well there. Too, me and Todd, we always traveled together. We both did well there. And he, you know, he offered us a, a spot on the team. Yeah, and it's been, it's been history since then. It's been, you know, American Heritage is definitely a, our bridge. It was our bridge to, for us to get, to achieve the things that we've achieved so far. Um, if we didn't have that opportunity to go there, who knows what we've been doing right now. So, you know, shouts out to all the coaches over there, Coach Com, Coach Murray, you know, those guys took two kids. We were kids. Lou was 13, I was 14. I don't know what the hell our parents were thinking. <laughs> but I can't thank them Shout enough out. for that experience. I, I, I wouldn't right. trade it for nothing in the world. Shout out to the parents for real because, you know, 13, yeah, they, they had, you, they had to see, the, see the vision and they had to really trust and be yeah. like, okay, like we love, let me support right. him and put him in the best position. Exactly. Bro, and we didn't go to a boarding school either, bro. It was, Damn. we got our own apartment at 13 and 14, bro, going to the ATM every month to take the money off for rent. Not uh, spending the money, making walk, sure we pay our bills. Hey, that's the food store. Discipline, because you you die yeah. young. You ain't fifteen. You ain't sixteen. You legal do nothing. No, never on you when you get money. So, so that's that's a that's, that's a good game, but but up to you. So I ain't even got yeah. a, you know that's not in us. <laughs> we 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 brought it proper. So at the end of it, so how did when did it become a reality in your mind? Like, look, I can be a pro. I'm um, talking about like you know scouts or like the draft or like how that how that whole process of becoming a pro happens to guys. So first they step on to heritage. We have practice that day, and tell me I won't lie to you. I was real small back in eighth grade. I was in grade eight. Just fresh out the bomb, just fresh outside. Walk up the practice, and I once I step on the field, I see these bigger guys and varsity. Yeah, throwing yeah, the yeah. ball hard, yeah. hitting the ball far, <laughs> like like doing everything like elite. And I looking like, wow, I these guys having a uh, tough time going D one because I don't think any of them had D one offers or maybe one or two. And I was like, bro, if these guys don't have a t- having a tough time to go D one, I know if I ever go in D one. <laughs> so <laughs> time time uh, went on, went on. I started to mature into my body. I started putting in the work and. Believe it or not, it was my sophomore year in, in high school where I got my first D1 offer. So it wasn't wasn't very long after that moment in eighth grade when I thought I would never go D1. It's just a testament of hard work and, you know, trusting God and, you know, just staying focused. But uh, I got my first D1 offer and uh, my MLB scout, you know, he came, told me I had a bright future in this game. He introduced me to uh, Richie Palmer, uh uh, summer ball coach and you know I played on this team every summer got exposure I needed played at the best tournaments the best showcases and then you know uh, it, that was a good jump start to my career you know I was able to, to get the recognition I always wanted since I was in the Bahamas and just to see that come to fruition was was special yeah no for sure I mean I can speak <clears throat> I can speak on Lou like watching Lou from the outside um I know vividly I could I could tell you when I was like, bro, this this dude is gonna be special. Like I, I always knew that, you know, going through the years, you know, phys- physically my speed, everything my speed would translate, translate, translate. I couldn't really hit like that. I, I could run and I could play great defense. My right. my hitting tool was the one that came later. But I could speak on you know, on one instance where I could like vividly tell you that I knew Lou was gonna be a, was was special, was it was my senior night. Um 
So this would have been 2014, my senior night. This is the last home game for the seniors. Um, there's only two of us. And we were playing against another school that had a few guys that were going to get drafted as well. So, you know, this whole year we had, you know, scouts, scouts were to all of my games senior year. So it was a great opportunity for Lucius and everyone, you know, in the, in the grade behind, behind me, you know, for them to really set themselves up for their senior year. So it was my senior night. Um, it's a, it's a great game happening, and I just remember it was, I think, runners on first and second. Um, my family was in town. Lou family was in town. Um, everyone was just having a great time, and it was it was runners on first and second. Lou came came up and hit a ball over. It, mind you, it was like 100 and some scouts. He hit the ball over the scoreboard for us to win the game or to go up. And I just remember that happening, and I was like, yeah, bro, that's it. That's wraps. Oh, yeah. That's going to be history after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So from there, right, right. Um, when I graduated, I got drafted by the Blue Jays. I didn't take it. I went to one I did one year at Palm Beach State Community College in Florida, right up the road from uh, American Heritage. Had a really good year, and the Indians drafted me in 2015. So you know, as a basketball guy, so I know that inside and out. I didn't know you can refuse a draft and then get mm -hmm. drafted again. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. No, I'm yeah, lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky for it to happen two years in a row. You have that. You have that. Uh, that say per se. Uh, some guys want to go to college, or their parents force them to go to college to get an education. Mm -hmm. Some guys get life changing money out of high school, so it's hard to to, mm -hmm. to turn down a couple M's or at least a million plus. You know what I mean? So it's kind of tough. It's a decision you have to make, and you know, just go with your gut, I guess. And you, you told, like you said, you come from somewhere where it's not really. It wasn't at that point common for get out of the end. No. What, what really was your like your your focus and your mindset to turn it down to go to college and then like believe yeah. in yourself that you get drafted the next year or the year after? Um well for my senior year lead, lead leading up to my senior year, I had a really good fall. So it was like, you know, Lucius can tell you it was scouts at our house every single day. Coming to school is watch us practice and have meetings every single day so it's like leading up to my senior season i was like okay this this real this really about to happen i just have to have a decent year so the year started i, I hurt my hamstring so that kind of like threw me up and down for the rest of the year um and then like the team that took me wasn't the team that i that i thought was going to take me the situation wasn't right so i was like you know what Let's just do it again. I know what I need to do. I know the adjustments and, you know, everything that I need to correct for next year to, you know, make a better showing. Like, I, my uh, head coach, our Palm Beach State coach, Forbes, he, he gave me the opportunity, gave me a full ride. He's like, hey, you know, you're going to play every day. We, you and I know why you're here. Let's try to win as much games. But at the end of the day, you know, go there, do your thing, and try to, you know, get picked up again. So, you know, luckily for me, I had a really good year at Palm Beach State. Um and I was able to get the Indians took me again the following year in 2015. Um, so, you know, it's just, it, it's hard. You know, like Lou said, it's a gamble. You have to be willing to, you know, take on yourself. Um, because, it's, it, you know, it's money that they're giving a, a 18, 17-year-old that, you know, you, you've never seen them on money before in your life. So, you know, me, it, it was just, exactly, exactly. So, for me, it was just, you know, taking a gamble on myself just because I knew I could do better and be better. So after that year in 20, 2015 at Palm Beach State, the Indians took me and I was ready. I was ready mentally, physically, emotionally. And I think, you know, that's one thing that we miss out on 
when we when we try to you know chase this dream is you know you have to be prepared mentally, physically, and emotionally because the game is tough. Um, you're away from your family for such a long time, throughout the years. Um, you fail every day. Baseball is the only sport where you could be a millionaire from failing. You only have to yeah. succeed three out of ten times to be in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, it's just getting adjusted to that, making sure you're mentally, emotionally, and physically right. And I think after my year at Palm Beach State, I was ready for it. So, so I'm saying for each other, them. I mean, it's like, we can yeah. adjust. Like, I need my record to look good. Like, half for two. Yeah, no, no, no. For real, for real, for real, for real. Yeah. But see, it was a win-win for both of us because he knew what I would bring Fox. to the table and he, he Fox, knew I needed him. Yeah, he knows all that skill. Don't mind Fox. Talking yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about your draft, your draft story. Oh, crazy. Crazy Good story. One. So, uh, so I was, I was in, um, in high school, obviously, in American Air, just like we said before. So my junior summer, going into my senior year, I was doing all uh, the showcase circuits, the, um, the top tournaments, playing with the top travel team. So I was getting some recognition by scouts, colleges. I committed to, to NC State, North Carolina State, that year, D1 school. Um, and then I got a call during Perfect Game National, one of the top showcases for, for kids going into their senior year. And my, my father was on the phone, and he called me saying, I think that we got to bring you home. At this time, like, I thought he was joking. You know, I didn't take him serious at all. He was just like, man, you know, we uh, exhausted all the funds, sending tournaments and stuff like that. Uh, but we can't afford your school fee. Um, at that moment, I thought, you know, as a young kid, man, I worked all this time for major yeah, right, and my right my. My 11th grade, yeah, I finally feeling jiggy. I finally feeling like I getting some recognition. I could, you know, go to the next level. Uh, I could go to D1 school if, you know, if I don't get drafted. So that's not a bad option. Uh, so fast forward, I end up going back to Nassau. Leave American Heritage. Me thinking maybe, you know, maybe I won't go pro. Maybe my career is done. Maybe I won't get the opportunity again. Uh, I go to home school. But, you know, at that time, I was talking to my, my agent at the time, and he was telling me, you know, just keep on working. Use this time to better yourself. So I was going to homeschool from uh, 7 to 12. Then I would go to the gym to put on some size, get some strength, get bigger, faster, stronger. Then I would go to the field for the rest of the day. So I had way more freedom than being an American heritage, and I was able to work on my game, work on my skills, you know, polish up what I need to polish up, uh, get bigger, faster, and stronger. And then... He's a behavior coach, right? Uh, in um, Nassau, yeah, Greg Burroughs Jr. Okay, okay. Was, okay. Right, I, him and Jerron Sands, you yeah. know, it was Maximum Development. They had an academy right, right. down there. Right, So right. I went down there to they stay in shape. And, you know, I remember getting a call from my agent saying teams were calling him, you know, asking where Fox was, where Fox was, you know, it almost like I just fell off the face of the earth. Right. Like, people didn't know I moved back to the Bahamas and... Fast forward from there, you know, more and more traction. People finding out that I was in the Bahamas. They started coming down to the Bahamas. I started traveling to Florida, to the Dominican Republic to do showcases. I would be in school for like a week, then I'd be gone for two weeks. So it was flexible. Homeschool was a blessing. Uh, I would do these showcases in the DR. I would fly to Florida and, you know, if a team wants to see me uh, showcase for them, and then I had a big showcase in February in Nassau where like 15 teams came down just to watch me. And, you know, we started negotiating. And I found out it was an international side. 
So you can go in the draft where that's American guys and then it's an international side where guys from the Dominican, Venezuela and all like Latin America. That's where they get signed. So, you know, I just kept on putting in the work and uh, my agent negotiated a, a great deal for me. Uh, I was able to change my family's lives, my life. You know, I got to, to live out my dream and I'm, I'm thankful for that. But yeah, I moved from the States back to Nassau. But, you know, like people say, uh, it's not just one way to get to a destination. Yeah. You know, some people take different journeys. It's different Both of you have like tip stories that aren't typical. Like you had yeah, to come out. Yeah. You, right. You turn it down and go again. Like you, like the typical person would be like, they take the first seat they get or with yeah, really go. Or with right. me. As soon as you come home, you're like, okay, well, I'll just go do something. Well, let me just, right. Let yeah. me just go with my, my friends again and go, you know, go back to regular school and go probably to uh, COB or something. You know what I mean? But you just got to trust God, trust yourself, and, trust and, the process. And you know, know yourself too. Like, you got to be realistic. Like, you know, know yourself and know your worth. Yeah. You know That's what I mean? Dope, just man. Keep, it, keep it real with yourself. That's all I always say. Just keep it real with yourself, you know? Yeah. So, our next one to collect, the Bear of Bahamas. Um, I'm a soccer man, so I like to collect platinum. So, I know what kind of collect you guys. What, what's your favorite collect? Platinum, too, bro. Platinum. Give me the platies any days. <laughs> Any day, bro. I don't really, I don't really drink beer. Yes, but I, I probably go like collect gold. I want to, you know, saw. Oh, you want, you get straight there. You want, you want get. Give me the, I would slap him. I would waste no time. And our last one to Chicago Rum. They attack against uniquely Bahamian. So my unique Bahamian thing do I like you come for this and drink sky juice. What about job? But you like if you when you come home, what's the first thing you getting? Bamboo shot. Definitely, and to me, like I like I said, I love baseball. I like baseball, but I never got into it. So I like, research like the whole the derby and stuff like that. But this, this is such a great idea. And like I, mm-hmm. so I know like before I knew you, I knew Anthony and stuff. So I just got Anthony a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm so proud to see so much young men doing this. So talk to me about the idea of forming. Don't I just remember one day I think I posted. I was like, you just don't blink. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me about the the idea of combining. Well, clearly, you're brothers. So that's 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 easy for partnership. But like coming up with the name, don't blink the derby. Often, just talk to you about that whole that whole process. Don't uh, blink. Actually, we was, we was yeah. You go, Todd. You go out. You go out. Phrase <laughs> "Don't blink" literally came from in fact, you know, growing through the years, you know, the disappointments coming up short. Being up top, losing losing the, the games that really mattered, losing you know the races when they were on track that really mattered. Um, just off the sheer fact of you know not being like take taking something off. Like for ex- for example, you know when I used to run track, it my first year running track, I, I I won every single meet until it was the meets that you know were, were the meets to qualify for Team Bahamas. And, and the reason why I lost those meets was because I I was focused on baseball and not track so i went on a track practice i just relied on my talent and i lost the, the the only two races of the year 
the 100, 200, just for the sheer fact that I wasn't wasn't training. And and years down the road, that's when the dome bling started. I always tell the story of that. That's when it started for me. I don't know when it started for Lou, but that was my instance for when, you know, the, the phrase dome bling for us is just, you know, the instance of us always staying up at the top, preparing to, you know, like we, we aren't at the top, preparing like we want to go and catch ourselves. So just the fact that, you know, it's people we know that's coming behind us. It's, it's kids that are younger, younger than us, stronger than us, faster than us. And it's just, you know, we have to stay sharper. We have to stay, you know, more advanced. We have to, we have to continue to evolve. We have to stay ahead. So don't blame for us is, you know, something is a reminder to us that, you know, literally if, if you blame, that's, that's the one chance right there. That's, that's it. Someone's coming for you. They come to take what you got. They come to take the food off your table. So don't blame for us is, is literally, you know, not allowing that to happen. You know, to stay true to ourselves, stay true to the work, stay true to the grind, and always, you know, stay up, stay at the top. You know, I, I like being at the top. Lucius loves being at the top as well. So it's like, you know, for us, we we won't let we won't let anyone take that away from us. And that's what don't blame means to us. Now, when we wow, the home run derby, it it, it the, our first year was 2018 where we did the first home run derby. Um, but if we backtrack to about I'd say August, August, September. Um, the home run derby, the, the idea of hitting baseballs into the ocean came to me in a dream. Um, first person I called when I, after this dream the next day was I called Lou. I was like, yo, what you think about this? Because, you know, ever since we got into pro ball, we were trying to find things to do in the off season to get back to the community, to be more involved in the community because we felt, you know, with this unique opportunity as a professional athlete, you know, we, we have a responsibility to bridge the gap for everyone coming behind us. Um, so I, I was like, Lou, yo, what you think about us doing a human derby on the water? Like, we didn't have an idea what the hell we was going to do, like, how we was going to do it, what's going to happen, the reception, like, how we was going to even hit the balls into the water. Lou was like, yo, my dad could build us something that we could hit off of. It's like, let's do it. So, boom, hang up from Lou. I called my pops. It's like, yo, what you think about this? He's like, bro, that's the craziest thing I ever heard in my life, bro. I don't know how we gonna play baseball on the beach, but let's do it. Boom. <laughs> so we start we start talking to different people, getting different ideas of how we could pull this off, and then boom, yeah, one happened. Yeah, one happened, literally. So Lucius and I is like, yo, Lou, let's do a photo shoot. Let's shoot a, a commercial. And then if it happened, it happened. So we shoot a photo shoot, we shoot a commercial, and then we go to the States on like November fourth to to start training for the next season. So while we're doing this, my dad is here working behind the scenes, talking to companies, trying to set up meetings for us. Everyone's no, 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 no. So December 4th, December 4th or 5th, we get a call from Rev. And he's like, yo, Rev wants to take this whole thing. They want to be the title sponsor. They want to back it. So boom, we, we come home, we do a press conference. Our conference, then some companies started, you know, Event, coming on board. It yeah, it takes one. So, boom. After we did that, we we, we designed and customized jerseys uh, in October. Not knowing if the event was going to happen, but he's like, yo, you know what? Bro, we just need hope. Bro, we just have to keep faith. That's one thing. Like, if you ever run, I we never, you'll never, ever hear us speak negative on anything. Everything is positive. Even when something bad happens, you know, we try to flip the script. You know, just to, to reiterate, reassure the fact that, yo, you know, we can do this. You know, these disappointments, these little setbacks, that's nothing. We just got to keep going. And that's that's the thing that, you know, I love the fact that, you know, between our relationship, our, you know, Lou, Lou is like a brother to me. He's, he's a brother I never had. You know, he, he's 
it, literally someone that could think for me, think like in, and <clears throat> makes this this event so cool. Like we bounce these crazy ideas off, and like if you tell a regular person, like someone that doesn't see it the way you see it, they just wouldn't understand it. And that's what the Human Derby was in the beginning for us. It was something that, you know, no one understood how baseball on the beach is going to happen. Like you said, you never really knew the in and outs of baseball and how, you know, the actual sport works. But a Human Derby, you don't really have to understand baseball at all to to enjoy yeah, the excitement, yeah. enjoy the hype of the Human. So, you know, that's how it all came together. And for us, it's been the coolest, I, I would say the coolest thing to be a part of since we've been playing baseball. And what was what's your favorite so far, Lou? Yeah, one a year two. Which is your personal favorite? Yeah, three. Had <laughs> to been, had to been. Yeah, three. My team came out with the victory. You know, Team Fox. That was our. That's that was our first victory in the Don't Blink history. You know, and you know, I don't think I'd ever take another loss in this event. Oh, hey, you know, hey. This year, okay. This year, I'm coming. I'm coming to go back to back the pandemic. Spicy. The, the pandemic put a little pause in my my plans to me. <laughs> it'd have been a three P day for this year. Would have been a three P. You know that. Come on, yeah, yeah you know that. Nah. But uh, definitely, definitely, uh, I'd probably say to be realistic, probably the first year, because mm -hmm. honestly, yeah, like Thor yeah. was saying, uh, it felt like a blur. Yeah, like, yeah. We literally felt like we planned this event in two days. Like everyone was working. We had we barely <laughs> slept. We just was going, going, literally. going like machines, and the whole event, the whole day, I couldn't remember. And we had to literally sit down after the event and think about what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just so surreal and to talk see. Talk about it. Uh, right, just to see our product come, come to life and this dream with Todd had. And, you know, he, Todd, super passionate. Anybody that be around Todd know he's super passionate. He's super determined. So he won't take no for an answer. If anybody tell us we can do it, we can figure out a way. And you know, having a partner yeah. like Todd has just been amazing because he he's the glue. Without Todd, a lot of this wouldn't happen. You know, he keep me in check. You know, every time I go distant, Lou, we gotta do this. Just like this to me, you know, I I was I was somewhere, you know, practicing my swing. <laughs> Todd, Todd hit me up saying, Yo, seven o'clock, we gotta be on, we gotta do this. So he's the glue. You know, having a partner like Todd makes it so much easier. You know, he's always willing to work, always willing to make it better. And, you know, we don't we don't never butt heads. You know, he has an opinion. I has an opinion. You know, we just try to figure out the best way to make it, you know, a success. So we got new locations here. We had Lana's and tonight. We got the softball, which I, I will be in. Again, that's the softball. Let me softball <laughs> So we had Lana's. So talk to me about that partnership because, I mean, Lana's is a big part of this this year. So let's talk to you about this new, new location, new partnership we got going on. A new schedule too, because we got celebrity game, we got golf, we got a bunch of things going mm -hmm. on. Yeah, so uh, with the whole Atlantis partnership, you know, we just was thankful that they, you know, they believed in us. You know, with the pandemic and all that going on, we didn't. We were uncertain about the the Bahamas and how open it would be if we were allowed to use Montague stuff like that. So we're just super thankful for Atlantis for believing in us and giving us the resources to make this thing a success. You know, we can't thank them enough for for all they've helped us with. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, the, the the addition of the celebrity softball game, the celebrity softball game, honestly, was something that we we always wanted to do from day one. Um, obviously, like everything else in life, is a process. And one thing I can say for sure about Lucius and I is we never rush the process. We have such amazing ideas that 
you know, we, we already got slated for years and years to come. That is just, you know, we just we just in, try to enjoy each year, year by year, day by day. Just enjoy, you know, the camaraderie, you know, the guys coming down. Um, you know, for us being a professional baseball player is like a brotherhood. It's a fraternity. So, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that we have such a cool event that, you know, everyone, when I say everyone in the baseball world wants to be a part of, everyone. So for us, that's that's really cool. You know, we created something to where, you know, the baseball world is on notice. So, you know, adding a celebrity softball game this year gives us an opportunity to, to make, bring more community involvement into the week. You know, because at the end of the day, the number one important thing for us is to highlight, you know, the Bahamas, highlight the beauty of the Bahamas, highlight, you know, the baseball, the Bahamian baseball players, and, you know, just give – our brothers that play professional baseball are opportunity to, you know, perform in front of their home crowd, to do things in the community, to, you know, build their brands in the community, to, to just, you know, show that we're, we're baseball players for parts of the year, but at the end of the day, we're still behemoth, we're still human, and we, you know, we just want to create opportunities for us to, you know, continue to sow our roots in the community and bring everyone together, you know, having someone like yourself up to be willing to take time to come play in a celebrity softball game later. You know, that's that's super cool to us. That means the world to us. You might think it may mean the world to you that, you know, you we want you to come as, and be as a part violent, of it, it's, it's, it's the same thing for us. <laughs> yeah, so so literally it's the same thing for us. You know, we're super proud and super happy at the fact that, you know, everyone that's coming to participate in a celebrity softball game that, you know, they they said yes you know, to wanna be to wanna be a part of this, you know, event be a part of this weekend, you know, every time with, every time me and Lou speak about the event, we tell everyone that's a part of it, but you're part of history. You know, every year we, we continue to make history, and this year is just going to be another year that, we, year that we make history again. So what's the number up to now of him and professional players? You know what's up here? Like how much, how much we actually have, including you two? Uh, uh, Got to be like 25. Yeah. yeah, 30, 25 to 30. Yeah, I mean that in that range. Yeah. Keep growing every year we get. Yeah, yeah. I saw my count. That was system. like two years ago. I think it was like but nineteen twenty. So you up to almost thirty now. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, is the the vast majority of them are under eighteen. Wow. <laughs> under tw- I should say like, under twenty one. Under twenty one like, is the bulk like of it. OGs on this. OGs yeah. Veteran. <laughs> so yeah, Lucius, myself, Jazz, Anthony, for real, so that just go to show, you know, baseball is something that is a future in the Bahamas for a lot of kids. Bright future in the Bahamas, right, bright future. So you answer this, yeah, what is it, four now? Yeah, four. Four, yeah, four. Yeah, four, I mean, it feels like it's yesterday, I remember going to the first one. Yo, Montague, I remember seeing everyone hit. So I'm, I'm excited for the rest of this weekend. Um, I just had the people that were like, buy their tickets. Um, I know some events are free. The celebrity game is free. General admission is free for the Derby. I'm um, just talking mm-hmm. to people where they could buy their tickets, where they could go. You could you could follow us on, on all social media platforms at DBHR Derby. All the updates, all the, the ticket sales, the jerseys, all that. You can find everything about every event on our social media um you just if you want to send a quick message to the dm we'll try our best to get back to you if you have any questions or if something isn't clear you know we just want we want everyone to enjoy this experience we don't want anybody to miss out just because you know they didn't know so 
everybody follow DBHR Derby to get all the updates, the timing of everything, the the schedule, and, you know, let's just have a good time. Yeah. Yeah, no, the, the most important thing, too, is, you know, you're still in a pandemic, so we still have to enforce the, the social distancing. The san- we have sanitizing stations set up. Um for every event, you know, you either to show proof of vaccination or a negative antigen test. So if you go and get it, if you get tested today, right now, tomorrow, you know, it'd be covered for the whole week for all of the events. You know, that way you could just use that that uh, negative test to show at the entrance to every event. And you know, we just want everyone to come out, have fun, come just get autographs. Some of the guys that we have coming down are some of the best baseball players in the world. So. You know, let's just all come out, have fun. You know, this the Human Derby started the pandemic, and the Human Derby is the first thing <laughs> post lockdown. So, eh? <laughs> so, right. so we're excited about it. Uh, we can't wait. You know, for you guys to come out and bring the energy, like always. You know, it, I can speak for myself. I play in front of thousands and thousands and thousands of people every year, but I, I get the most nervous. Here performing in front of my home crowd, so you know I, I appreciate the energy that, that, that every, no, they ain't easy. They ain't easy. You can't so. disappoint. No, you can't disappoint. You so you know, we're looking forward to everyone coming out. No. Before you guys go out here, just I want you to let these guys where you're playing now, so they could like turn the TV and see you, or like go on YouTube this where they could keep up with you guys, your career. Like I said, you're you're the young OGs in this, and we want to keep supporting you guys and your careers. Uh, I just got um, with a new team. I was with the Kansas City Royals. Now I'm with the Washington Nationals. Mm-hmm. So uh, I look forward to, to bringing my talents there, just to you know turn that organization back to, to where it was uh, a couple of years ago when they won the World Series. Just trying to do anything to do to help the team win and you know put on for the Bahamas. You know, just show everybody. You know, uh, it's a lot of talent in the Bahamas. You know, we have great baseball players, and you know, just make my my uh, my family and my city proud. But Washington is where I'm gonna be stationed this year. So if you any Bahamian in Washington, just hit me up. I'll try my best to get y'all tickets uh, to the game and. You know, uh, it's family at the end of the day. We are from the Bahamas. We are from the 242. So we are technically family. Not really, but you get what I'm saying. It's basically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, ain't nobody can talk foolishness about you. So we all family. Let someone start talking fool about you on Twitter or something. That's right, war, right, right, bro. Right. That's war. Right. You know, you know. But, but yeah, I was with a uh, team in New Jersey this year, Independent League, New Jersey Jackals. I'm free agent right now, so um, hopefully I'll have a team uh, to let you guys know where to come and find me, where to come and watch me do my thing. But, hey, just be here December 18th. Watch me take the crown back from Lou. Watch hey, me hey, this whole uh, thing. Watch my team yes, and the whole know. thing. We got that swag. We can get our swag back. So, hey, y'all beat, beat us there. <laughs> Timmy, you see, you see where I at, you see where he at. Yeah, so hey, just again, wait, I, hey, I don't put in, I don't put in my work for the day. Chill, I got to kick my feet no up. <laughs> I ain't gotta say no more. Why feet kick up? I in a cage, I in the mud with it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see you tonight, man. So this is when who that two for two for twenty. Stay tuned for more. Yes, sir. Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that? Who that?